0: So as we hear more about, you know, cases of measles popping up all over the world, and this is a disease totally eradicated. You know, I think we've got to stop being so cavalier about those who, you know, decide not to vaccinate. Because they're they're going to get people killed. And I'm no big pro-pharma, so don't call me up and start, you know, yelling at me about being pro-pharma. I just happen to believe in facts. And I happen to believe in science. And when my doctor says, do something, I say, okay, all right, I just believe in you know, the stats that we've got. But I want to put a a human face to this issue of why vaccinate. Well, because, uh, you know, diseases like rubella, polio, mumps, measles, they can all kill. And it killed three-year-old Barbara back in post-war Britain in the years way before vaccines were a thing and when death by measles was very common. You know, but we wiped out those headlines. If we don't get our act together... We will be telling you about another child who died needlessly. so I want to bring in Barbara's sister, who wrote about this particular issue because earlier this week, there was a billboard up in Toronto promoting you know promoting all you know all this anti-vax stuff. Christina Blizzard joins us now.: Great to have you uh, with us, Christina. This um is a very personal. Issue for you and and really, I think, puts a face um, to this growing epidemic. I think it's becoming an epidemic because there are many measles outbreaks happening right now and your baby sister uh, succumbed to this.
1: Yeah, yeah. My three-year-old sister, Barbara, uh, died of measles. Um, You know, it was post-war Britain. It was before there was a measles vaccine. But, um, you know, measles, I think that we have generations of parents now who don't remember what the measles is a deadly, highly infectious disease, and it kills and it maims. And, you know, For parents, for people like me who remember these terrible deaths of of children who died, it's absolutely shocking to me that now that we have a vaccine, that people aren't
0: using it. Yeah. I mean, I get why people can question it. Sure, question it. But at the same time, you have to look at the evidence and the science. And the bottom line is, while there may be isolated cases of of, um, a rejection or some kind of problem, vaccinations have saved
1: billions of people around the world. Oh, absolutely. And perhaps we should have, you know, perhaps there should be an insurance fund because, yes, Mm -hmm. there is in a tiny, tiny percentage of cases, uh, there may be some... um, uh, you know some bad reaction. So so make sure that you know children who do suffer have any side effects looked after. But in the vast majority of cases, when you looked at the epidemics that used to sweep through major cities, such uh, uh, such as the ones I remember as a baby boomer, I mean you know it's to me it is absolutely shocking. And it's not even just the measles if you're not if you're not vaccinating against measles you're also not vaccinating against things like rubella which was just as bad i went to school with uh, a girl whose uh, brother was blind because her mother had contracted uh, rubella or german measles as we called it at the time when she was pregnant and her brother was born blind these Uh, These are other side effects, you know, that we won't see the impact of this for a few years. But if you stop vaccinating children now against measles, mumps and rubella, you're going to have some terrible impacts down the road. Yeah.
0: And, you know, people are actually having measles and polio parties. I mean, it is mind boggling to me as a parent. I mean, I would not let my child play in an intersection. Why would I take the risk of not vaccinating them? It's just absurd. Do you get the sense, though, because we are now seeing cases pop up all over the world, including in Canada, we've had cases come through Toronto. We've got cases happening in Vancouver. They're popping up enough that it's no longer eradicated. Do you get the sense that we now have to uh, put laws in place uh, and and make it mandatory? As much as I hate to take away people's rights, uh, we need to protect the elderly and the young and those
1: who can't protect themselves well yeah i mean i 'm with you you know you don 't want to have state intervention unless you really have to, but in a civilized society, you protect the most vulnerable, and what we 're losing um, and most vulnerable in these cases are that minority that tiny minority of kids who have who may have um, immune deficiency. Um, disorders so that they can't be vaccinated and we what we're doing now by not vaccinating and uh, a few years ago a study showed that in some schools in Toronto the number of kids 40% of kids yeah. had not been vaccinated vaccinated so you're losing the herd Immun- immunity if you don't vaccinate uh you need 95% vac- uh, of kids vaccinated in order to have that herd immunity that then protects that tiny minority of kids who just can't tolerate the vaccine so um yes we're i mean i'm i'm absolutely shocked that in a city of toronto where you have educated people that they would not vaccinate their children, that 40% of kids in a school uh, are not vaccinated. I thought that you had to vaccinate your kids To go to school, but apparently... um, You
0: can get out of it. That's the thing. All you need is a letter from, I think, a counselor or someone in in your riding to kind of say, well, they don't need it. But, you know, this is kind of a a trendy thing. You know, we've got signs going up from anti-vaxxers who should probably be called, you know, disease lovers. Let's change the name because don't call them anti-vaxxers. Call them the disease lovers. Um, But we've got signs going up. You know, they're being invited to speak at health shows all over the place. Um, And I've got to be honest. I think it's time that um, response responsibility is 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 taken either you don't go to school if you're not vaccinated you know some of your your liberties are taken away because you don't have the right to put me at risk because you believe in some quackery
1: well exactly and they're counting on the rest of us to, to vaccinate our kids and i you know i have had kids and you know what it's like when you have your child vaccinated that night you sit and watch for a fever or whatever yes it's very worrying but we know that this is something we have to do in order to protect us from this worst evil which is this terrible disease that can spread It can spread very easily at a children's party. That was where uh, my sister got it. Jeez. You know, and I guess it's not until
0: someone like you speaks out or, or you hear the stories of like, this is what it was like. People just don't, they don't know what they don't know.
1: Well, exactly. And I, have you know, over the years I've written about infectious diseases and, you know, for the sun and I've interviewed infectious disease specialists and they tell me, um, you know, I, I, you probably remember Dr. Gold, who was for years at the hospital for sick children was there infectious disease specialist he told me that you know there was so many times when they had to admit that uh, kids with measles and they died and I think that there's between 25 to 30 percent of children who do contract measles do suffer from terrible uh, you know terrible um, uh, 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 you know progression of the disease to things like encephalitis it's I, I, I honestly I I get I get speechless, obviously, because I cannot understand why a parent would not want to protect their child against such a deadly disease.
0: Yeah, such a preventable uh, deadly disease at that. Well, yeah. I uh, I appreciate you joining us and uh, sharing your personal story,
1: Christina. Well, thanks very much, Alex. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to to share this very personal story.
0: But that's uh, our pleasure, absolutely. That is Christina Blizzard uh, joining us tonight. You know, it's not about telling somebody that, you know, they can't do, you know, what they can't do with their body. But, you know, there's going to have to be some limits. If you don't get vaccinated, you don't go to school. You know, you just, you just don't because we can't. It's not fair of us to put those who are at risk, who can't get vaccinated, young children, elderly. It's just not it's not fair. You can't do that. It's reckless. So I hope there's a turning point on this thing because it's gotten way too far out of hand. From Point, I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.